0: In Matthew chapter six, uh, probably one of the central scriptures in the Bible, where where Jesus talks about the, what we call the Our Father or the Lord's Prayer. Uh, really, what that is is that's the disciples' prayer. And can I share something with you, just on the on the heels of of uh, Pastor Tina's wonderful introduction? Can I say something that's probably going to shock some of you? Uh, historically. Uh, let me not say this in a way that I'll get in a lot of trouble. Just let me go with a little bit of trouble here. <laughs> did you know that Jesus didn't change the world? Like, if you think about it historically, Jesus did what Jesus did and then went to the cross. How many people know how many, how many of those 50,000 people that attended his conferences were there at the cross? There weren't any of them there. They'd all run and scattered. And so by the end of Jesus' ministry, uh, it, the, his life apparently wasn't going to affect anybody. Uh, the people who changed the world were the disciples. Yes, now of course Jesus changed the world by changing the disciples. I understand <laughs> the dynamic here. But more important than having a good leader, uh, which I trust that you you know you're here because you at least to some degree believe that. And by the way, this is a great shirt. I'd have a you. <laughs> You're probably distracted, so I'll give you a moment to, uh, you know, they are avail- they will be available in the bookstore if you want to order some. We don't have any more for you today. But the, but the key to great leadership is that it raises up great disciples. Yeah. And the Lord said to me a few years ago, I've mentioned this to our leadership team here a number of times, that that great leaders don't make great leaders. We think that that would happen. Um, but what happens with great leaders is that they tend to make uh, weak followers, because the followers go, hey, he's awesome, let him do it. Instead of each person, as we're talking about today, each person rising up into their purpose and their destiny, which is what happened with the disciples. The disciples went through this catastrophic moment. If you've read it all to the end of what's happening there after Jesus's death on the cross, and you know, he's looking for Peter. Do you know where he finds Peter? Uh, building a church, you know, sewing and really pushing hard. with the. No, he finds him back fishing. Peter had gone back to his old life, as probably most of the disciples had done. But something happened inside of those disciples after spending three and a half years with Jesus. Something happened inside of them that that after the resurrection, Jesus spends 40 days, as you know, with him before, with them before his ascension. And the truths that he told them when he was with them, for some reason, came alive in them. Knowing that that Jesus really was the son of God, as we all know, knowing that because he is the son of God and because he is leaving the planet, that inside of each one of us, he has deposited something that he wants us to take hold of and change the world with it. Otherwise, he would have stayed. Wouldn't you have stayed? That's what great leaders sometimes do. They keep going and keep staying. He'd be, Jesus would still be here today. He didn't have to go anywhere. He wasn't going to die again. He's going to live forever as he is now. But he left the planet because of the dream that is in the inside of your heart. And so just like we would say those 11, eventually 12 disciples, uh, 13, let's say if you add Paul and Barnabas in there, those 13 people changed the world as we know it took hold of the seed of the word of God that had been given to them by Jesus and they went ahead and changed the world. Can I tell you something? The people who are still changing the world today are the disciples. That's you and the person sitting next to you. That's the little baby in the bassinet over there. That's the senior citizen that is behind you in the the pew today. It is inside of you just like it was inside of them. Mm that they need to take hold and discover the dream that is on the inside of them and then go and live their life in such a way that empowers that dream to come forth and transform the world that is around us. And so in Matthew chapter six, six, in the beginning of the Lord's Prayer, it says this. Jesus says, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And I think the concept at that time was that there was going to be this big, huge blanket that comes and covers the whole world, and every, all of us were just going to go, shazam, totally awesome. But that's not how the kingdom comes. You see, Jesus is, Jesus is one. The word of God is one. It is one message broken up into a thousand different stories. The way the kingdom comes in our lives begins with the realization that there is a purpose and a plan of God for our lives. Yes. It doesn't even really come there. It comes with the fact that Jesus is awesome and therefore he must have done something valuable about me. He wouldn't have just created me to be nobody. It comes with that moment when we have when we realize that we need to step underneath the lordship of Jesus in our lives and say you know what if I keep going down the road that I'm going I'm just going to live a natural, ordinary, mild-mannered life that really doesn't achieve anything except, you know, maybe I'll suck a bit of oxygen and maybe I'll eat a few O'Henry bars, but it's really all that's going to happen with my life. That when we accept the fact that there is a divine call of God, that our essence, the very existence of ourselves, must be because there is a call of God upon our lives. The problem is not, and then that starts there, but then it is, comes a season of discovery that is in that scripture, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And how does that happen? You see, what happens to us is that we have a starting moment in our lives where we begin, when we serve Jesus and we say, okay, Jesus, I understand that you're the awesome one. You've created me to be awesome. But the way that I become awesome is to align myself with the truth yes. and that truth then getting in the heart of a human being and transforming the world. I think we all get that much of it. I think the part that we don't maybe understand as well is that as we go along our journey, our journey is going to, have to, is going to come to a crossroad. At this crossroad, it's going to be a decision. It's, and there's a 1,000 of them that are going to happen every single day in your life. As you hit that crossroad, there's always going to be two choices. Always. There is going to be what would appear to be the easy way And then there is going to be the kingdom way. It's going to be the faith way. One way is, you know, go rob a bank. Another way is going to be to believe God for the money. Let's say it's a financial issue that's at your crossroad. When we come to that crossroad, thy kingdom comes when we choose to go the kingdom way, not the world way or the natural man way. And when we go, even it might seem like a very small, almost invisible crossroads in your life. As you go that way, what happens to us is we begin to mature in the things of the kingdom by just choosing that way. Then what will happen about a second and a half later is there will be another choice. And then we will at that point decide whether we're going to go the world way or the kingdom way. And then right after that will be another choice, and that's going to be the world way, and that's going to be the kingdom way. And then there'll be another choice of the kingdom way instead of the world way, and then there'll be another choice, and then there'll be another choice, and then there'll be another choice, and there'll be another choice. And this thing will go along, this is what your life will look like as it goes through that journey. What happens as you go along this journey of consistently understanding what it means to walk by faith, to do things by faith. To, by faith, what I mean by that is not just I'm going to sit on my lazy boy and hope somebody sends me a check. That's not walking by faith. I'm not against people sending you checks, but it's not, that's not what faith is. Faith is believing the word of God as it applies to my life and my situation. As I do that, now every decision, you just had one right there. Some of you over here wanted to ignore what I just said. You see, what happens is, is that we always have that moment going on in our lives. The way the kingdom begins to invade our world isn't because God's in supernatural sovereignty lays this great blessing upon your life. Or else you could say a minute ago, like, what was up with you, God? It's not like that. What happens is, is the kingdom invades our life through these incremental decisions that we are always making every single day while we're sucking oxygen on this planet. The more we pick the kingdom way. Now, can I tell you something? I should probably not say this, but can I tell you something? If you were to one day choose the world's way, you know, you were dumb like I do all the time. And I decide that I'm going to do something just because I want to do it. And I know, God, you don't want me to do this. So Netflix is coming on, and my favorite show is there, and God's saying, read your Bible. I go watch Netflix. Say, read your Bible, watch Netflix. And I watch Netflix. And it's a dumb movie, and I waste my time, and I wish that I had not done that. And I, what did I do? I did not go the, the kingdom way. Nothing wrong with Netflix. I did not go the kingdom way at that moment. So it gets me a little bit off track. What's the price of being a little bit off track? Well, nothing, not a whole lot. I mean, sometimes we make really, really critical and bad decisions. But for the most part, the, the grace of God in the New Testament is not that I am now under the great bondage every moment I've got this decision. Pastor Gina, would you please play for me? And <laughs> like, shredded wheat, Captain Crunch, shredded wheat, Captain Crunch, 2% whole, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. No, it's not like that. But we can become in bondage to those kind of things. The kingdom of God isn't supposed to be like that. The kingdom of God is a a flow where you're, it's my desire not to do things in the natural man way. What I want to do, if I'm going to go the kingdom way, I don't want to become the pitiful one who sacrifices their whole life and then doesn't get anything out of it. Why would we do that? If the kingdom works a particular way, I don't wake up every morning saying, okay, let's see how many times I can screw it up today. Why would you do that? You don't, nobody here does that. But understanding what's happening to us as we go along this road, I don't want to go the world way. I don't want to go the natural way. I already understand enough about the way the world works. I already get it enough. It's not going anywhere. What What I wake up every morning with is, when I wake up with an understanding, what I really want to do today, I want to pick the kingdom way as much as I possibly can. Yeah. I want to choose the God, I want to just I want to use my faith. Yeah. I want to stand when others would fall. I want to go when others would quit. I want to pursue when others people will become distracted. Not because God's gonna love me more, not because you're gonna love me more, but because I desire a life that is matured in the kingdom, so that thy kingdom come, can come in my life. Because it comes in my life, it's going to affect the people that are involved, that are close enough to me to smell my pits. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm, I'm living the kingdom out of my life. When Jesus said, thy will be done, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, that's what he was talking about. He was talking about the decision that each one of you make incrementally every second, every day of your life. But I'm telling you, when you come into this with a desire, I want to be like Jesus. Yes. I want to walk. I'm going to make decisions. I want to, I want to be able to flow with every curve and every turn in my life, allowing each one of those crossroads to mature me, to make me stronger. You know what Conan says, what doesn't... What doesn't What doesn't kill you, make you stronger? That's not true at all. Most people that I see in the world today, from one side of the world to the other, have been wounded by those things that they experienced in their life. Their lives have become less. Even though they're standing in front of me alive, they're not better because of their experience. The only way we get stronger because of our experiences is when we go the kingdom way. When out of that crossroads, out of that momentary affliction, uh, that momentary issue, that trouble that we faced, the only way that I become stronger on the other side of that thing is if I decide to go with God, to let his word show me something about this world, to let faith be born a little bit deeper, let the roots go down more, let the branches come up more, in order that my life at the end of that situation is stronger. Can I tell you something? I'm absolutely out of time and I love you so much the way you're so merciful to me. You're just so you can stand. Come on, I'll, I'll get to this, this later. Come on up here. Has anybody getting anything out of that?
1: Ooh, hallelujah. We we
2: we thank I you. I need more
0: intercessors, people who are praying for the Holy me Spirit more than five for
2: minutes. opening the eyes of our understanding and enlightening us yes. and giving us wisdom and helping us to understand. Hallelujah! Help us to understand why we am do I what we up here with you why we do what we do. Um, yes, I probably am. not. You can, <laughs> but it's a it's i uh, I'll it's just pop in you. and share
0: things and drive you nuts the whole time. Hallelujah! You're up
2: here. I was thinking about um, J- Jesse Duplantis just very briefly mentioned. You said that uh, when he went to heaven, he wrote a book, and uh, I don't know if it was what it was called, but I want to say God Encounters of the Third Kind. But it could not be something like that anyway. But he said. Um, he said that he's, he saw the Apostle Paul, and he said one of the things that the Apostle Paul said to him is he said, when, when you go back, tell them. Um, the scripture talks about this light momentary affliction, and he said, tell the people that it, that that it is a moment, yeah, that a moment. It's supposed to be light and momentary. It's sometimes it seems like forever when we go through things, and the way that we get through them is what you've been hearing you know, that we we have, you know, we gain mastery over our thoughts. And so we can be going through a situation and, sa- and calm ourselves down and talk ourselves through so that we, as we make this choice now, we're going to choose the right thing because we're learning that we have been given mastery over our mind. And the other thing I was thinking about as we proceed in this is this idea of because what we're celebrating today in the U Matter service is a year of amazing fruitfulness. Yes. And a lot of times, um, if you pop in and aren't, or maybe you're not involved in things, you may not know the magnitude or everything that happens. And so we've sort of endeavored to um, put at least put somewhat of it together for for it to be able to help you. But I was thinking about you know I love trees, and I know that every now and then Pastor will talk about that and. One of the things I try to do is every year, I love to plant a new tree. I love beautiful trees. We didn't get one this year. Some of them last, and some of them I don't. I think you need to let that and go. And I had a beautiful magnolia tree, and they are beautiful. And we were not intentional about keeping that thing alive.
3: Yeah, it's and the so coldest winter on record. so we had the
2: coldest winter on record, and we didn't wrap her. Yeah, she died. And we were busy, and we didn't wrap her, and we were not intentional. And because we were not intentional about it, we lost it. And that wasn't the end of the world, but I just thought I've thought about that that everything in the Word of God shows us how to be deliberate, shows yeah. us how to be diligent. And I, I feel like I feel like the season that. I feel like the season that we've moved into, I heard the Holy Spirit say this about a month ago. I heard him say, that there's been a great wake-up call of faith.
0: Yes, praise the Lord.
2: And pastor has been um, very eloquently, we see things very differently, but um, pastor has been very eloquently helping us to maneuver around that and understand what does it mean every day in my life? What does it look like? But I feel like essentially what he's been saying is um, this idea that we've entered a new dispensation because of the understanding the marrying of this idea of allowing Jesus to heal our hearts and bring to- truth to our hearts. It's, it's not as though those, those things of faith that, we've, that we were doing, we just, there were blocks, yes. roadblocks. And so the healing, the, the entrance of truth and the light and the, tr- and the healing of the heart causes faith to do what it was designed to do. And the great wake up call of faith, this Kairos this time that we are in as the body of Christ, is this wake-up call from Holy Spirit, from heaven, saying to yeah. us, everything you learned about faith is true. Yes. yes. Everything you learned about faith is true. I, I had a picture of the old rickety bridges, and um, you know what probably from Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I, may, I know I've shared this in different scenarios, but I was having a conversation with someone that had no, absolutely nothing to do with this, But sort of seeking the Lord on, you know, God, what does the 2017 look like for us? And what's our mindset so that we can maneuver this year properly? And as I'm speaking to this person, I'm having this picture go on, you know, in my own heart and mind. And I see this rickety bridge and there's these people walking across it. And just like in the movie, you know, they are taking every step very carefully. And all of a sudden, you know how you see it in the movies, the bridge falls just a little bit. Not all the way down to the rocks and crashing and loss of life but just enough and when when I felt the bridge fall I heard Holy Spirit say it's a wake-up call and and I think we have to be that if you were on a bridge a rickety bridge over (laughs) a river and there was rushing water underneath and lots of rocks and the bridge fell what would happen your heart would palpitate (laughs) drop down into your stomach and it would be a wake-up call And that literally is the season that we're in is God is his desire if we will hear him is he wants to shake us and bring us to the place where we recognize yes, there was an intentionality about my life maybe 30 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, maybe 10 years ago, maybe five years ago and I didn't understand God. It didn't necessarily produce the results but in our humility, we understand God I will not enter that place of pride. I will stay in the place of humility and trust that your word was working something in me and in my life. And now, as you're bringing this full circle again, I allow the, remember I talk myself through. I have to talk myself through because self is going to tell me, hey, I've been here before, it wasn't good. And, And we talk, but because we've learned some things, We talk ourselves to a place of rest and trust in our Father and who He is and allow ourselves to take Holy Spirit by the hand because just like in those movies, when that bridge falls, that person cannot stay there. They have got to either go back or move to the other side. And when we hang on or desire to go back, we can never experience the past and the future. You will never experience the future by clinging to the past. I said, you will never experience the future and all the good that God has for you because he is a good God. Yes. We can never experience the future by hanging on to the past. So we have to let that go and let the wake up call. Holy Spirit, we just invite you right now. Just lift, just lift your hands to the Lord just in a moment as we move on beyond this as we celebrate a year of great fruitfulness and we move into that place of deliberate and intentional and disciplined in the name of Jesus. And we ask, Lord, that you would come and heal the places of trauma in our heart where just like, Lord, those experiences may have caused the palpitation of our heart and fear, the clammy hands, and oh, no, you don't. And, Lord, we invite you right now to heal those places of trauma. And we ask, Lord, that you would grant us wisdom and and bring light and truth, even through this service today, Holy Spirit, that we could... Bring us to the place of absolute trust with you, Lord, because we know that we can never have the past and the future. But we choose today, as Pastor said, to move deliberately into our future and the good that you have, and we trust you, Lord. We trust you, we trust you, we trust you in Jesus' name. So just fill us with that, Lord, and do in us, God, what we cannot do in Jesus' name. Release the miracle-working power of who you are, where we, we don't try to make it happen, but we're partnering with you in the name of Jesus. So as we move on um, in in the service today, we will, if you were with us last year, we will have a portion of the service where, I know it seems a little intense, and we will just literally be calling out name after name after name after name. And you might be wondering, you know, why do we do this? Because the Bible says to honor those who labor amongst you. And um, I'm here to say this morning that uh, if you've been with us for a long time and maybe, you know, maybe your name is not called, well, let me just say, if, if your name is not called and we, and you've been involved in some aspect of the doing of ministry, then I heartfeltly apologize. We go through and through and through and through to the best of our ability, but please um, see one of, you know, see Danielle, wave your hand, Danielle, and let her know and um, we have, we just will have something for you amen, but what is the beautiful um, miracle actually of what we celebrate today, the world has a rule that I'm sure everyone has heard about, it's called an 80-20 rule, and in that rule, basically what it says is, and um, proven whatever, it says that 20% of the people do 80% of the work, how many of you have ever heard that before, well, 72% of the people who call victory home serve in the ministry, (laughs) (laughs) 72% of people who who are what we would call regular attenders who would call Victory Home. Come on, can I have another hand clap? Like if the world tells us and they do all kinds of polls and stats and go out of their way to learn these things and they say it's a fact, it's not truth, It's a fact that 20% of the people do 80% of the work, 20% of the people give 80% of the money. Uh, In this house, I wanna say that's not the case. And we celebrate that, hallelujah, because we are becoming those disciples. Amen. amen we do have a revelation of intentionality and purpose that we're going somewhere in god and accomplishing these goals we're not just doing our own thing we, we we're coming underneath this thing and we want it and we want it bad amen, amen. and so i'm just going to go through a few things give a, a few testimonies before um we have a few awards and 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 i call it those names everybody good yes. so just pray hallelujah <laughs> holy spirit thank you for glory and somehow you make this Just be supernatural in Jesus' name. So let me touch one of the exciting things that we saw in 2016, and you've heard it, but for those of you who have not, and it bears repeating. I don't know about you, but I like hearing good things over and over and over. Um, We were on the plane last night, and and they were, you know, praise God, President Trump, and just, you know, all the exciting things. I mean, we are in an exciting, exciting time. All the things that are just happening and this is not a political thing but we happen to be desperate and you know the last few moments as we're just trying to keep our eyes open after a long day last night and so there's uh, on fox news there is a or they were playing this video over and over again of this person who was totally against what was happening and this woman, I don't know if she knew she was video, being videotaped or maybe she, but literally they're laughing and just saying, do it again, do it again, do it again, because it was making them laugh, right? So she's like on the ground and she's like, no! <laughs> like on national TV, right? And they're just like, play it again, play it again, play it again. It's just like a word of encouragement, right? You're just like, let me hear it again, tell me again, tell me again. So if you've heard it before, I'm telling you again, But it's not bad news it's good news amen Amen. so one of the exciting things in 2016 was what's um, what we have been praying into praying into for years and years and years and that is um the worship that's happening in in this house worship produces presence amen worship produces presence the bible says god inhabits the praises of his people hallelujah And so I just wanted to share again two of the gentlemen who are directing and producing what's happening now Um, you know the funny thing about God talk about light and momentary you can hear a prophecy 15 years ago about CDs and about music and you can try it and try it and try it and try it and I'm telling you within a week span the songs and we're wondering God you said it God you said it we're gonna pray into it and literally like within a week all the songs are downloaded from heaven and and you know I mean God hallelujah we got to trust God amen God is amazing So um, just two of the testimonies of both Nathan Hurst and Nick Rector Rector are, um, Nathan said in Rivers, as they're working these songs out, this is what they are tweeting or doing, even whatever. Um, In Rivers by Victory, which is a song in Rivers um, Church, is by far becoming the most intense song that I have ever produced. Literally feels like getting run over by a Holy Ghost avalanche. (laughs) Okay, then Nick Nick Rector said, "Um, it's such a privilege to get to experience heartfelt worship, incredible recorded worship moments, and to hear songs long before the masses do. Today I am editing through one of the most powerful songs I've heard in a long time by Victory Church, Fort Erie, Canada, that's left me a sobbing mess. Thankful for this crew from Canada and stoked for their project. Amen, Uh, I want to give you a quick testimony, we had the opportunity um, to minister a few of us to a woman uh, at the altar, and we were ministering just a beautiful word of knowledge that came from the Lord, and and having this amazing rah-rah moment, and one of the things that this person said is, as we're saying, you know, know, there was a family member that wanted them to receive prayer, and so we're calling this person up and saying, hey, we'd like to pray for you, and this person said, you know, every time I walk into the building, the pain goes away, (laughs) <laughs> hallelujah that's that's worship that's presence amen hallelujah hey, amen? amen hallelujah so we have through uh we're endeavoring to bring uh, spiritual healing physical healing emotional healing in the name of jesus in this house and so you see it through victory um bringing fruit through uh, altar teams through our beautiful momentum department through our remas. um Jenny, wave your hand. I don't. I don't think Joy's here today. But through encounters and meditations, our momentum department, which is doing exactly what I said earlier, getting the blocks out of the way in the name of Jesus. Uh, we've also seen. I did not take the time to log all of the different healings. But I. I want to say there was one um, healing that we were particularly praying over the Christmas holiday. It seemed like it started before Christmas, and if I can remember right, if we, we were on that sucker until, I think, New Year's, and um, little Natalia uh, from the Pizarro family, I don't have my, I don't think she's here today, but um, the, she basically had born and basically had overall organ failure. Like overall, this baby was not in the natural going to live and one of the things that the doctors are still saying as they they marvel at the miracle they just cannot get over at how baby who basically lived for some time with just chest open and this you know the things that they are doing in surgery just overall organ failure how she is alive and doing home and doing very very well (laughs) amen Uh, we've heard testimonies of Kidneys being healed, cancer being healed, MRSA, things that they tell you, you know, you're gonna live with this thing. There's just just no way out. We are seeing God do those things in the name of Jesus. Anybody excited? Hallelujah. Um, Let me just move on very quickly to our Antioch, which is our children's um, ministry run under um, Emma and just a a huge crew, hallelujah. And I'll have our leadership stand later. But we've opened the doors where children's ministry and our harvest party and our new this year was our kids camp and and super success, success, success. Um, I want to be able to share a testimony from uh, Giselle. Can you guys just wave at me? And Adriano DeSantos, are you there? Um, Well, they were just believing, um, you know, am I allowed to share this? Yes, okay. So I'm just going to read it as I have it. Um, Gabriel's teachers were, which is their little son, diagnosing him with autism. He was biting teachers in school and in Antioch, hitting constantly with breakout of temper tantrums. Additionally, he was having trouble speaking, which also concerned them. And we sought the Lord on strategies and implemented them in the home. We laid hands on him every week and he came to church. And listen, people, I mean, God is doing fruitful And within a few weeks, his teachers were asking for the tools we were using at home to implement them at school because of how successful they were. (laughs) Yay, Jesus! He is now getting along better with kids and parents and speaking more and more every day. He is himself again a sweet and kind boy. Yay, wisdom of God. I'm I'm only pointing, uh, I'm just giving you some just recent things, amen? because I've been away, hallelujah. Um, Africa, Um, you all know the word that Father Frank, you know, when Father Frank spoke it and it hit pastor's heart is years ago, pastor and I went to Zambia because our pastor was born in Africa and we've always felt that... um, missions is the heartbeat of the lord and we you know definitely as a house have a call to missions a global mandate to the world if you don't if you don't know us and so father frank spoke something that really resonated in pastor's heart he said you know, when pastor kind of exhausted his list of, you know, how you can be really ambitious, well, we're going to come and do this, and 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 when we finally humble ourselves, you know, it's like, okay, Father Frank, what does Africa need? Uh, A man who had spent basically his whole life giving himself in Africa, he said, Ian raise me up a thousand pastors who know how to put hope back into the hearts of my people amen and so that resonated in his heart if you understand rhema you understand what the word of god hallelujah the the vision and the direction of god bringing hope back in the hearts of the people is what we long for. It's what we live for. It's what we desire to do in the name of Jesus. And so into Africa, we, this year we've had the opportunity to sow our we, we, this corporate we, $19,500 um, into their ministry for a vehicle. Woo, 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 woo. When the team, come on, that gets a better, wow and you're like, you know, in Africa, and you're wondering, does anybody care, does anybody know I'm here, and we're taking, you know, commercial buses, and walking everywhere all day long, and now somebody, you know, who doesn't really know you, you know, presents you with a a vehicle, and your whole life changes, that's a big deal, guys, that's a big deal, and I will tell you this, that um, David Maines, um, they keep telling him stories, and he's been dealing with some, you know, just believing that he's healed, and he's up there, up there in age, and you know, Crossroads, 100 Huntley Street has lived his life to do great things for the Lord, and he is so blessed at the vict- at the people of victory, and he just keeps saying, they tell us, like, he's just marveling at your generosity, Amen. he's marveling at your love, he's marveling at your prayers, and this is a guy that's been all over the world, hallelujah. When when our trip, our team went to Africa, we were able to um, sow $4,000 into them. And then just recently when they came, you may not know, but we were able to sow $30,000 into a solar project. Come on. That they were believing God for. Woo! Sometimes you wonder, you know, why is pastor harping on this idea of, you know, Galatians, what you sow, you reap, what you sow, you reap, what you sow, you reap. It's, it's because, you know, of all the great things that money does. Yes. Hey, Amen. That money, right? When you, we were in a restaurant the other day and they embarrassed this little boy. He had to get on this little rodeo horse. And I'm thinking, Rayma, don't make the, he's like looking at them like, don't make me get on this horse. And I said to pastor Ian, before we leave, let's give him some money. So as we're leaving the restaurant, he just slips some money into the little boy's hand and says, you know, let this, you know, he didn't say that, but you know, I'm thinking, let this make up for the embarrassment they just caused you, blessing to you, but that takes money, yeah. amen, to be generous everywhere you go, to give everywhere you go, hallelujah, and that's, that's why our loving pastor harps this lifestyle on us so that we can have to give, because it is truly more blessed to give, and and that's what we're celebrating, right? So our outreach, in 2016 we collected 575 food bags that we were able to distribute into the community. We served 1,200 people at community luncheons. We served 4,645 man hours into the community this year, $15,300 of food went into families that came into this house and we were able to distribute through this house and $9,500 went into food that was given specifically out of the community. Come on, hallelujah, hallelujah. This is empowering us, we're changing the world we're changing lives amen we had our tents at our water baptism we showed love through our random acts of kindness day uh, we developed our school of evangelism which happens one time a month and we had uh, a produ- our production this this year which uh, reached out to so many people from the community preaching uh, the gospel of jesus christ in a in a very different manner which blessed a lot of people amen, amen. amen. hallelujah Ministries that we have ministered to, um, thirty-six thousand six hundred dollars went out this year to minister Kenneth Cop- to mini- Kenneth Copeland Ministries, Reinhard Bonnke Crusades, um, Doctor Jim Caseman as he travels um, and and is fathering and pastoring pastors around Joyce Meyer Ministries in all of the amazing things need we say, that that woman is doing to change the world. Uh, Benny Hinn Ministries through healing, we claim that healing anointing in the house in the name of Jesus. Iris Ministries through Heidi Baker as she touches Mozambique and really the nations of the world. Dr. Kenneth E. Hagen. I, I wanna tell you, Holy Spirit has led us to partner with these ministries because when you understand what the Apostle Paul said, when we give, we become a partaker of grace. When we give, we become a partaker of grace. I said when we give, we become a partaker of grace. So when you give into these ministries, you receive the grace that's on their life, even though you may not have done anything to deserve it. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. So Kenneth E. Hagen's ministry as they stand for truth and the word of God and then finally Crossroads ministry. Uh, As we look at our internet ministry, just some very quick stats. Um, We have from 2014 in our life-lifting church site, 105,930 page views to date. The live stream is now the most popular page with 14% of people coming just to watch live. And the top 10 countries, it'll take me time to read them all, but the top 10 countries that are watching online are Canada, the United States, Russia, the United Kingdom, Brazil, China, Germany, Italy, and Australia. You didn't know you went to China. You didn't know you went to Germany. You didn't know you went to Russia. But we're going. The message is going. And when the message goes, you go. I go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but when I partnered with Reinhard Bonnke, we partnered with him in his first meeting where there were a million souls saved. I was like, I am a part of a million souls saved. You better know that uh, we have faith, yes. that we are partakers. We want our faith to rise in that area, yes. that everything we do, we do together. Amen. We do it as a family, and it is making a difference. It is creating fruit. It is changing lives. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let me say that again. The top 10 countries are Canada, the United States, Russia, the United Kingdom. Come on, Russia. I mean, Rick Renner's in Russia! We're in Russia!
0: Did you get the ones from uh,
2: Brazil! No, they, they said they really didn't have stats I at got, this time. I got stats. Oh, you do?
0: The, the Victory International Italy!
2: Woo, 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 woo!
0: Is now, we have they now... The
2: down under. Australia! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's okay. awesome? I went to China. And now the message is going to China.
0: Yeah, could you imagine? Like that's live. I want to go back,
2: but I'm going back through the Word that's going through this house.
0: And you don't have to spend 28 hours on an airplane. Yes,
2: uh, Jesus. The
0: Victory International <laughs> site, uh, to date, has had 1.4 million views. Um, I'll just give you the first bunch of countries. We have like there must be a hundred countries that are represented on Victory International. United States, Canada, South Africa, Philippines, United Kingdom, Nigeria, Kenya, Australia, India, United Arab Emirates, uh, Malaysia, Jamaica, Ghana, New Zealand, Trinidad and Tobago, Mauritius, Singapore, Italy, Guyana, Nambia, Papua New Guinea, uh, Dominican, must be Dominican Republic, Uganda, praise the Lord, uh, Hong Kong, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Germany, Ireland, Norway, and Thank then there's a, another page, another page, another Thank page. Thank you, Jesus. So, I mean, it's Hallelujah. Just I think that uh, that's probably the greatest joy in wow. my life is two things: one, that there is amazing number of people that are on here, uh, but there's a rule that when it comes to the internet, you know, once you upload stuff to the internet, it'll never go away. Uh, that's also bad. Uh, some of the stuff uh, that's on yeah. there, but Know that when that stuff goes now, you know, when Captain Kirk is here, you know, and he's pulling down his television screen, he can go and watch stuff that we talked about here, you know, 2,500 years ago. That stuff is still going, you know, it's still circulating like old books used to be in the past. Now this stuff that's going and being uploaded onto the internet for all intents and purposes will be here forever. So Amen. Uh, it's got great potential. Hallelujah.
2: So if you are on an advanced team or admin team, our department head, these are our leaders and our leaders in training, I just ask that you stand. Just stand, if you're here in the room, just give, there's like 50 of them, but they could be elsewhere working. Come on, just give a wave, hallelujah. We just honor your commitment this morning in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Okay, you can be seated. Um, I am going to. Okay, this is where you just need to bear with me. So we are celebrating. Um, you know, every penny given, yeah. every minute given, yeah. every prayer given. You know, every bit of resource, every bit of time, every bit of money, every bit of your life, every bit of it. We're celebrating that this morning. So you're here and um, and we're celebrating that this morning. So if I don't call out your name, you know, we're celebrating all of that this morning and we mwah, thank you and, and appreciate it all. But uh, what we're doing just for the sake of time, unless we just say, okay, everyone stand, take a bow, and then we can all go home, amen? So these are people who have, given of their time in in ministries like the AV department, camera ministry, marketing, our video ministry. I'm gonna go real fast, because for the sake of time, just bear with me, because I wanna just do this, okay? So don't go anywhere, but I'm just going to do this fast. Our transcribing ministry, Antioch Children's Ministry, our bookstore, evangelism, outreach, community luncheon, food drive, hospitality, maintenance, our cleaning ministry, momentum center, the rhema, meditation, intercession, <laughs> our painting, productions, ushers, first impressions team, our VSR, and our worship team. Ha. <sighs> Those are all of the things that happen on a day-to-day basis that make this place a place of excellence. When people come to this house, what what is a very common theme is that you are excellent. I I saw the excellence when I walked through the door, and and you are why, hallelujah, we're seeing excellence. So I'm going to call your name, and, um, and when I do, just stand and remain standing if you're able to do so. Okay, here we go. Ellie and Eliana Allman, Paula Ramos, Barb and Fred Alexander, Miles Andre. Jim, Denise, Aaron, Alexa, and Seth Asun. Dr. Joanna Awabam, Daniel Beard, Michael Brady, Josh Bryant, Susie Cameron, Caleb Campbell, Julie Sinicola, Fred and Mary Joe Samato, Josh Clark, Amy and Trinity Colombe, jo- Joyce Creek, Jeff and Stacy Davis, Danny Devolio, Victoria DeStefano, Deanna Dix, Adriana DeSantos and Giselle Leite, Steven and Tina Eagles, Don Earl, Sharon Elliott, Herb and Charlene Farrington, uh, Henry Ferraro, Julian, Jason Fry, Deborah Fritz. Why do I get this job? Marty and oh Winita Salt, Elian, Elia, Elia, and Alicia, George Isaacs, Joy Jagoni, Anthony Gerling, Rachel and Ellen Goldhawk, Sean. Grothwell, Travis Groot, Lorraine Gullion, Walt Toluca, Paul Holitsky, Taylor Hill, Julie Messi, keep standing, Taylor Horton, I can't say what you're doing, but keep standing, <laughs> Thomas and Hunt, Dominic Jenny and Adriana Enao, Brett Jackson, Bobby Jones, Theo Jaco- Jacoby, Carrie Cantimer, Jeremy and Lottie Kendrick, Gill and Denise King, Kristen, not gonna say your name, you know who you are, <laughs> VSR student. Mister Zach, and Noah Khrunishan, Caitlin LaBarge, Crystal Area and Alexis Leonard, Caitlin Louie, Alex Danielle, and Elizabeth McDonald, Amy Macbeth, hey, your name's got on there. <laughs> Tim and Kylie McMorris, Chuck and Sonny Mealing, uh, David Moore, uh David and Roxanne Munn, Richard and Lizzie Nan, Garth and, and Norris, David Pacheco, Darian Pauls, Lena Peck, Brittany, this is awesome. Brittany Pecoraro, It's not Brittany, this is awesome. That's not her last name, <laughs> although that would be an awesome last name. Um, Chrissy Perkowski, Sheila, Pearson, uh, Loretta Pavetta and, and uh, Loretta Pavetta. Angelica, David and Sandy Pizarro, David and Marguerite Price. Melanie Pike, Natisha Quinton, Jerry Razzo, Leah and Rebecca Reed, Fred Reimer, MJ Ryder, Jamie and Tyfee Reidegger, Sally Rokos, Shelley Luke and Carly Rossi, Mario Rossi, uh, Barb Wettlaufer and Marika Sanders, Robert and Destiny Sawatsky, Kathy Sissons, Gina Sluggett, Joe Spath, Caleb Thort. Brent and Joanne Trinder, Joseph Tucker, Pat, Patty Turk, Richard Turner, Diana Van Eyck, Annalise and Frank Viter, Emily and Katie Walker, Father Mark and Rosemary Waters, Jamie Weathers, Kathy Whitener, Julia West, get ready to give it up for all these people, and yourself, Michael and Jessica Williams, Greg Williams, Chris and Melanie Wilson, um, Michael and Melissa Zielinski, and Brett Jackson, come Praise on. The
3: Lord, yes.
2: Yeah. Hallelujah you can be seated we we honor you we thank you if I could call up my team and we're going to do one final thing team come on up team hallelujah thank you Jesus are you being blessed so far amen Well, you don't have to worry Holy Spirit is downloading what you need to know in the name of Jesus if all you go home with is faithful over little becomes ruler over much you got it amen Amen. okay so Pastor Jess I'm going to allow you uh, are
0: what what are we doing
2: So we are honoring you'll see you
0: Yes you hallelujah I'm so enjoying this Our yearly you
2: matter awards
4: oh, okay. I need to go sit down now come on
0: Yeah do I
2: get
4: one <laughs> I This is one of our favorite parts of the whole entire year because we get to <coughs> celebrate a bunch of people who have just been amazing and integral part of what has happened in the ministry this year or in 2016 and you're, so You're
2: all over you're
4: the all top <laughs> You're it's all hard over the to to top
2: yeah. But, you know, you have to choose, right?
4: There's winners and
2: there's losers in life. No. Just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. I'm just totally kidding. No. Kenneth Copeland used to always say, the line is moving. The line is moving. Right? Yes. The line is moving. When you see somebody who gets blessed and you feel that feeling of
4: jealousy rise
2: up, you go, uh-uh, the line is moving. Amen. Yes. Right? Amen. Okay. And, and it,
4: these people are a representation of what we all are aspiring to. So we're... Oh, may I also say sure. that for, tho- for those of you whose name was called, when the
2: service is over, yeah. Um, yeah. we have a gift for you. So if you go right outside these doors by the bookstore, you can receive your gift. Yes. And if we also, missed your name, give me your name.
1: I don't know if you're going to know but if you this, want a gift, just because you're also here. Also, if you want to get <laughs> involved. Don't listen to anything else she wait, says for the rest of the day. Wait, If you want <laughs> to get involved in a ministry, if you feel like you've heard all of the departments, yes. or seen people working in the ministry, <laughs> and feel like you want to get involved, yes, there's tables, going to be just basically like a job fair sign-up, so you can get information on how to get involved, Write your name down or whatever. I don't your know table if anybody heard there. it.
2: Went so fast. Yes, yes, they did. Go
1: okay. to the table. Okay, go Lizzie, table. Okay. go. <laughs> okay, the first award. Camera, please. Wait, he's waving oh, music oh, on. Yeah. Applause.
4: Okay, give oh, Danielle. Oh, Applause. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Wait, they're
1: not applauding yet. We no, don't sorry, know. Sorry, get, ready. get ready. get ready? Can get you tell? We're excited. Not yet. Not yet. We're really excited. We don't even want to give the awards. We're just not excited. Okay, first award is rookie of the year. Mute her microphone. Rookie of the year award. This person is someone who is new to our family at Victory and from the beginning has been all in. This person came with a heart to serve and to grow. They are passionate for the things of God and have jumped right into the vision of God that he has for the house. This award goes to one of my VSR students, Darian Pauls.
4: His mom, Lord, is mom is crying. His mom is crying. And this song is called You Matter. Oh, you yeah. matter to us, and okay. okay, next award is the most welcoming award. This is a person who carries the heart for true family. They are always approachable and go out of their way to show people that they matter. This person is open-hearted and always makes everyone feel right at home. Ladies and gentlemen, please celebrate with me Denise King.
5: amazing. I figure I'm kind of like, this is kind of weird they're doing this, but this is so awesome. I want to win an award so bad. So bad.
4: There's always next okay. year. Okay. Um, I have,
5: I'm, I'm giving an award for two people. Um, this is the Hall of Fame Award. Uh, this award goes to people who have been faithful to carry the, the heart. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, Jesus just, it's loves so beautiful. This. Seriously, Jesus so beautiful. Loves this. Okay, uh, these are people who have been faithful to carry Honor the heart and the vision of victory for over a decade. They have been loyal mm-hmm. to protect the family and the vision of the house, and throughout all these years have remained committed to God. And
2: they we celebrate that. that. Seriously, this
5: is amazing. Whoever wrote this is awesome. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and they have remained committed to victory and to the people of victory. Uh, the, they, oh, they believe we are better together, and so they have allowed their giftings and dreams to be poured out to see the mandate of this house fulfilled. They are people that everyone can count on. This year, our two awards go to number one, Mr. Robert Sawatsky, number two, Mrs. Lorraine Gullion.
4: somewhere. Is somebody getting Rob Swatsky?
2: Okay, let's move
4: on. Oh, okay. Oh, his wife is. Well, too bad. We're taking that award away. There you go, Alex. You just inherited an award, Al. Okay, our next award is for the Spirit of Victory Award. This is a family who demonstrates faith, love, a commitment to pray, a desire to be transformed, and an eagerness to serve God wholeheartedly, all of which make up the core values of our family at Victory. They are passing down what they believe to the generations and are creating a heritage and legacy of faith. They have clung to the truth and have seen the miraculous in their lives. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spirit of Victory Award goes to the Davis family.
2: P. Is it? No. no heart for swapped. the house. Sorry. Okay. This person. This is a person who is. Heart for the house. Heart for the house. Do you want daddy to go first? No, that's okay. Okay. This is a person who is dedicated and committed to outwardly displaying people. These are people who. <laughs> now you changed all that on me.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> who are dedicated and committed to outwardly display a heart of excellence. They truly see and believe in the dream that God has placed in the heart of every person and are ready to sacrifice to see that come to pass. They always give 100% to everything they are asked to do and they always honor and pray for and serve the leaders of the house. After only a moment's encounter, one thing that you will know for sure is that this, these people embody the message that everyone matters. This Heart for the House Award goes to, give it up for Jeremy, and Lottie Kendrick.
0: Wait, okay. you have one more?
2: I do. Oh, wait, 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 Dad, okay. then. I'm getting tears Sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh. sorry. Oh. They're anointed. oh, she's getting tears on it.
1: <laughs> this award is the biggest heart award. This is a person. Mm. This is a person who believes in the value of what God is doing in the house and carries a heart for others to experience it all. This person exemplifies the giving heart of God and always does so in humility without the need for recognition. Mm-hmm. This person is always sacrificially willing to serve God. This award goes to Emma Williams.
0: People who have gone above and beyond the call of duty in 2016, rain or shine, they're always there when we needed them. In the face of personal sacrifice, were heroic in their decision to serve the needs of the ministry. 2016 MVP award for a woman goes to Amy Macbeth. And the MVP award for 2016
3: for a man goes to Richard Turner to the